Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the show, Basement Sports Talk. We got another episode here, and uh, let's let's get right into it. What, what do we got first? We got first. Uh, um, Roger Goodell is uh, is proposing a, with the new CBA, and I believe it, it could take into effect this uh, this coming up season with the NFL. A new playoff change for the NFL, where they would have seven playoff teams, um, and they will only have one team with a bye in the first round. And uh, I believe, according to Adam Schefter, that he's reporting that the players like it too. And to be honest, as me as a fan, I can't stand it because <laughs> because again, they will they will they will uh, devalue regular season games, and then all of a sudden it won't be as big, and then you have teams that won't be play as well in the regular season that will start to make the playoffs again. And it's just like I had a problem with Rob Manford last week with this, and now Goodell, and now they're having a contest: who's going to be worst commissioner? Get Goodell versus Manford. Of course, who's going to be hated more? I believe Goodell in overall is hated more, but Manford's as more of right hated now. By baseball people. No, but Manford right now being more scrutinized than anyone else as of this moment. But but during the season, during a random day, Goodell gets more hated. Goodell's more hated than um, than Rob Manford, and 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 then I can't just just you already have teams throughout your your history that that you go they were nine and seven they made the Super Bowl but they nine and seven is a good record but you 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 would think you have to be better to make the playoffs but now you're gonna have eight and eight teams making the playoffs from all the time and and then they're gonna start winning Super Bowls and people are gonna be people are not gonna care five years later obviously but. That's just me. Obviously, they don't care about a random fan in New York. But, of course, that's what they care about is money. And and the players are down to it, too, because playoff bonuses, more players with playoff bonuses, that'll be great for them as well. But the fans, but, but of course, they don't realize that fans three years later is going to be like, every team's going to start making the playoffs now, and now it's going to be a joke. But... That's just my opinion. That's just my two cents on it, and I, I'm 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 eager to hear what Joey Levy thinks. Joey, what what do you feel about it? Yeah. So basically, the situation is uh, when you uh, look at it. So last week we spoke about baseball, Major League Baseball expanding the playoffs, and we had you know I was I was in support of it, and the reason I was in support of it was because in baseball you have such a long regular season, and if you don't have teams that have interest at the end of the season, it gets very boring. The last month of the season isn't like that. In football, that's not the case. You only have 16 games, so you don't need to have more than six teams making the playoffs in each conference to 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 you know gather up interest amongst the fans. So to me, this whole thing is completely unnecessary. I don't understand why they would even want to go to a seventh team making the playoffs in each conference. It, it doesn't need that. Like you don't need that. You need more teams in baseball because there's a larger separation in standings in games because there's so many more. Game. So you could be up 10 games in baseball by, by midway through July. That's obviously not the case in football because there's so few, you know, there, there's so few games that you're not, you know, the, usually teams are playing. There are teams that are playing for playoff spots the last week of the season. There usually are teams. This year there was, and and there usually are, you know, for seeding and different stuff. So I don't think it's necessary at all. I, I think the six-team layout is great. I think the NFL just had a great season, and the way they do it seems to be very, very effective. I, I don't see the need for that. I'm a little surprised the players would be down for an extra game. 
I, I don't understand that. Well, we obviously know the reason why. No, I'm saying, but they were the ones that were saying, oh, it's when they wanted to expand it to 18 games the regular season, they were like, oh, it's bad for the health uh, and, and you know all that. But but now when it's it's it comes to adding another week, they're down. I, I mean, right. I know it's and, just and you know not to mention saying, this, we're so. not even getting into the 17 game season that they'll probably add. I'm gonna guess they're gonna add because they're gonna take out one preseason game and the and 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 the NFL um, owners and the players union are probably gonna be in agreement in the sense of okay there'll be one less preseason game but there'll be one more regular season game and there'll be 17 plus this playoff thing and the, and then and then you're going to lose interest from both sides and all of a sudden it's not going to be as captivating every single game it's not going to be a big of a deal six first of all we, we we they already started with 12 games way back then they went to 14 then they went to 16 and they're going to go to 17 they're probably going to go to more years down the line but that's 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 not for now and then 17 games not going to be as big of a deal as 16 games because when a team starts off three and oh that's the great thing about football now it's exaggerated when a team is three and oh they're going to be like three and oh they're going to win their division now they're gonna, they're 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 as good as the patriots and da 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 and at the end of the year we obviously know what happens every, every year but the first three weeks are going to be crazy in basketball when a team goes five and oh to start the off the season nobody cares if a team is expected to be bad even if they happen to be good they're going to be an eight seed they're going to be swept in the first round but in football football do we exaggerate three and oh that they're going to win the division even though most of the time, no, not most of the time, but some of the time they they're, they don't happen to be good anyways when they're expected to be bad. But people get shocked the first three weeks and people start going crazy. And that's the great part about the NFL. And that's the great part about the interest of the NFL. And now when a team's going to start 3-0, the 17-game season is not going to mean as much. People are going to be like, okay, who cares? They're 3-0. And, and people are not going to talk about that team. Let's say it's the Cincinnati Bengals or whatever, any team. And... Now you're going to add a playoff team. So now the regular season is going to be not as big of a deal at all. And what do you, what are, what are they, what is sports doing? Like they're always oh, not going to be as competitive at all. And then when you start losing interest of fans, guess what? You're going to lose interest of ratings. Like they're going to be competitive. It's still one, it's one more game. They're going to be competitive. It's one like more that. game 10 is more a games. Big, one more game is, is a big deal. Yes, it is. 16 or 17 games. It is a, it is a big difference. It's a big differentiation. I think it's, I, I don't think it's, it's not a big a differentiation mo- in terms enormous. of competitive. I, I just think it's, I just, Thing it's wildly unnecessary. It's just completely unnecessary. And my thing is also there's 17 games, right? So how does it work? Uh, how, who who determines play, how many home games and road games you get? Also, every team is going to have played international game now, which obviously no one's going to want. Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. Because just, just every game team in, is going to play okay. either in, and I don't know how they're going to do scheduling because they're going to figure it out. They have smart people. They're probably going to figure that one out. Yeah, very easily. But that's that's obviously not what the players are looking at. Like uh, every team is going to start. Going to London once a year. Every team's going to do that. And they're going to have two buys and they're going to drag out the season. And then let's be honest, I know football fans are are, are, are crazy and 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 they're very fin- they're big fanatics. But at the same time, they're gonna, people are going to start getting bored of football. Well, I think they already have that issue where you have uh, Sunday football, Monday football, and yeah. Thursday night, and then you have the Saturday. I mean, they stop with the Saturday. Night, Saturday, right? they, Saturday, they I believe, is at like, the end, like the last, last two weeks. Yeah, but that's not a big deal. Week at the, towards the end of the season, like the last like four weeks, I think. But Thursday night's a joke. No one uh, watches. I want to make games. this clear. I think it's just unnecessary. I don't think it would like ruin the sport. I just think it's very unnecessary. And I'm used to 16 games. And I think the 16 game layout is is, is very good and very effective for football. Now people are going to say again, "What do you mean? You said they should expand the baseball amount for teams." That's, that's a different. different. Sport. You have you 162 have games. You have to keep 
keep people interested towards the end of the season. In football, that's not the case because the separation in, in standings is never going to be nearly as big as in baseball because there's so much fewer games, so, so many fewer games. So it, it, it doesn't make – I just don't understand. I don't understand it. And these players, they were the ones bitching about, oh, we can't play 18 games because it's, it's, it's too brutal on the body. Where, where's the players' union at now? You know, I mean, I mean, if they're, if they're willing to take this because this is another game and all that. Because it's simple as that. I know they're taking that. a game away from the preseason, I heard, that they're doing. For the 17 yeah, games. No, the 17-game season, they're not happy about. The players' union is not happy. Happy about all the players, right? But 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 you said that the players were down, according to Schefter. So I don't understand no, that. No, the so players are down. Are down for the adding the postseason team. That's what the players are down for. Because if you add postseason, oh, you're saying it should be yeah, seven because in because it's postseason okay. bonus. Because because that's why they're down for it. Because it's a postseason bonus for every. So why can't they just teams. add a team in and keep it at sixteen games? I don't understand that. Also, why no, why they, do you need they, 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 they might in? do that. And I don't understand the playoff bone. Whatever you had a you had a perfect layout now. And I it, agree. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, as they say. I'm but I you. guess I guess I guess it's always broken for some reason. No, it's it's I I don't understand what what I, I don't like. I don't understand it. It's just not necessary. Football is great. The layout is great. They came off a tremendous season. Everything was great in the season. Super exciting. It's not predictable like other sports where, you know, you know the last four or five teams that are going to be in the mix at the end of the season. Yeah, you know usually who's going to be pretty good, but I, who had the 49ers going to Super Bowl this year? Nobody. Nobody they were the did. third pick of the draft. I, they, they were, they second were, pick. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah, second, second pick of the draft. They were my sleeper team. Yeah, I thought they'd make the playoffs as a sleeper team, but not the Super Bowl. Not so, the number one seed in the yeah, NFC. Exactly. And, uh, who, who had Lamar Jackson being MVP? Nobody. Nobody that Nobody. I know. I didn't even think that was that was gonna. I didn't think he was even gonna be a good starter. So I mean, there's so many other examples. Yeah, of course, the Chiefs and the Patriots and the you know teams like that. I thought would be in the playoffs, but my point is that the NFL doesn't need any moderation. As far as I'm concerned, the NFL is in a, is is. Right, the Tennessee Titans far, made the playoffs at nine and seven. NBA, You're gonna have more eight and eight teams now. The NBA, now. NFL, and MLB. I think the NFL needs the least amount of changing. In their in their in their format, except for the right in their format and whatever. I don't understand that. I don't, well, well, they just came off a tremendous season. Why? I, I don't. I know it's just talked about. They haven't like actually confirmed anything, but it's just weird. Like I, right. I, don't, I don't understand. That. And you're gonna have like the New York Giants when they won the Super Bowl. Now, now they won. It was fair and square. They won their division, but they weren't a great team. People don't realize because they won the Super Bowl, they were not a great team. They were nine and seven. But now you're gonna have, now you're gonna have an eight and eight team one day gonna win the Super Bowl. Now eight and nine, you'd have to be. Well, now you're gonna add another playoff team. So oh, you're saying oh, I thought you if you had the games, right? It's, yeah, and it could then, be. Yeah, the you Seahawks making it, people complaining you about could that. You have a team with a losing record winning a Super Bowl. Even now, you could have it, but it's unlikely. But if you had two more teams, mm. I think if they would have had a seventh team this year. I think the Steelers would have made it with a uh, yeah. I think an eight and eight record. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not yeah, they sure. They were eight and eight record. They were they weren't very yeah. good. It would have been nice because then the Jets might have actually had a shot at making the playoffs. But no, I, I like the six teams making. The playoffs, but that's I, I, that's just me. I, I'm, uh, and that's the only, and that's the biggest sport where the regular season, where every game is. Everyone's I, I into agree. it. Yeah, for sure. Like you look at other sports where it's 82 and 162 and no one cares. No one cares to like at least midway through the season. And like after all-star break, uh, people yeah, start caring yeah, more in those sports. You but before that, yeah, no one cares. For football, you're in trouble. Right. You're done. You're basically done. You're in, in football. You're in trouble. Yeah. It's just like, oh. so yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't like it. Up next, um, 
this Saturday night will be might be the most anticipated heavyweight boxing match since I could remember. De- obviously, definitely, the, definitely uh, in America. Yeah. Obviously, the first fight um, between them was big, but not not as big as this one. Like there are big boxers out there, but this 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 fight, I think you're gonna have non-boxing fans into it. You, it, it might be a Mayweather-Pacquiao type of interest. I think this could, and from a from. And Mayweather Pacquiao, they were a little old at, older at the end. And this might be an interest of Mayweather-McGregor interest, but even though that fight was a joke because two different sports were playing playing each other, even in one one of those guys' sports, that's a joke. But this this is, from a, from a competitive standpoint, this might be the... Most anticipated and best fight you could you could see since what since this just since Ali since Ali Fraser type of stuff since Tyson days. Well, I think when you look at the heavyweight division and uh, in America particularly because you had the Joshua Ruiz fight in Saudi Arabia and that fight I think is a bigger fight in terms of money being made than the Fury Wilder fight. Like Anthony Joshua made mm-hmm. eighty five million dollars. These guys aren't going to make eighty five million dollars in this fight. But in terms of American interest, that wasn't a big deal. In global interest, that was a big deal. But when you talk about American interest and you talk about the heavyweight division, which to me, the heavyweight division has not been popular in America for a very long time. I'd say the last really big fight for a heavyweight was Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis in America. And that was in 2000 and I think two, I think 2002. And those Tyson, guys, and, and yeah, Mike was Tyson was, was way older. Yeah, he was way older. It wasn't like this where you got two guys that are undefeated. <laughs> Both looking really, really strong, and, and, and it's a real—that's a real 50-50 fight too. The, the, the first fight was great, so th- this fight is big for the heavyweight division. Now you said about Mayweather, Pacquiao, or Mayweather McGregor. It's not that big because these guys aren't as big of stars yet in their career as Floyd Mayweather was at that point or Manny Pacquiao was at that point or Conor McGregor was at that point. But this—I uh, think this fight, whoever wins this fight, will will shoot up especially if they win in like convincing fashion will will shoot up in, in terms of the, the you, mainstream American public what especially do you expect, what do you expect from, from this fight not just, not just from like a prediction but like what, what do you expect them both trying to do in this fight we obviously we can guess one guy is going to try to do one guy is going to try to knock the hammer out like yeah, he always yeah, yeah, does but what what do you expect from both sides well, obviously you know with Deontay Wilder it's no secret that he's trying to hit you with that right hand you know that his right hand my opinion and I've done like research and I've studied I've looked at old footage and stuff I think Deontay Wilder's right hand is the most powerful punch in the history of boxing I've seen the old fighters I've seen them all one punch I do not think anybody has more one punch Mm -hmm. knockout power than Deontay Wilder now he doesn't have a lot of power in the left hand but if you're talking just right hand, he's got it. I he's believe got all the, his wins were all knockouts. Is that true? He hasn't had. He hasn't had one decision. He had one decision. But but yeah. Okay. But that that's it. But he he he. Uh, and he knows how to land his punch as well. It's not just that he's like reckless with power. He 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 sets it up well. He's gotten better at setting it up. Jab, bang, right hand. And he's very quick, you know, and he has a lot of people they criticize his technique. That's a big thing to criticize right. is his technique. And and they'll they'll say it's not the most fundamentally sound. You can't be a heavyweight champion that way. But that's not true. Because you had fighters throughout history that were similar to him that were mm-hmm. great heavyweight champions. Rocky Marciano, he he had great power and, and 
and, and he had a great chin, great stamina, great heart, much like Wilder, but he doesn't the most fundamentally sound. He would overload on shots, and he, you could hit him with, 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 with counters. Same thing with George Foreman. He wasn't the most defensively sound fighter, but he had the crazy power and chin and heart. So this, I, this, this whole thing that people say you can't be a great champion without having you know great fundamentals or great technical ability in terms of like movement and head movement and, and that kind of stuff, it's not true. People say that. That's just not true. Now, with Wilder, he's trying to get that right hand, and and there's no, there's no secret about it. The real interesting thing is with Fury. What does he do for this fight? Does he stay far away and just move around the whole fight, jab, jab, box, move? That's one way of beating a guy with, with mm-hmm. power. But another way of beating a guy like Deontay Wilder, which a lot of people don't think about, is bringing the fight closer to a guy. Right. And people will say like, oh, what do you mean? That's stupid. He's going to walk right into Wilder's punch. But Deontay Wilder, he is not a fighter who's ever really fought someone who was 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 backing him up, who was pressuring him. I don't think Deontay Wilder could be very effective if he's backed up. Mm-hmm. So if you get close to him and you make it where you have it here to here instead of here to here, now Deontay Wilder, he can't, he's a long guy. He has these long ass arms. He wants to, you know, hit you from far away. He, he wants to he get extension. Up. Yeah, he winds up. If you put him like this, that negates his power a lot. He's going to be... So, a lot of people think that, oh, you have to stand as far away from Deontay Wilder as possible to, to, to avoid his, his, his power. That is one way to do it. But another way to do it is to bring it close. And Fury, despite being really tall, is a great inside fighter. He's great at getting inside and, and, and doing damage there. So, I think a way that Fury can win the fight, which a lot of people aren't even talking about, is he could bring the fight, try to put pressure on Deontay Wilder and and make it more of a fight that you could you that that limits Deontay's power by by suffocating him and 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 doing damage that way. What kind of style is Fury in, in like total is he like a knockout guy? I mean I'm sure he has knockouts, but is he like more uh, of a defensive guy? Yeah, he, he's definitely more about his lateral movement and his uh his ability to to make a fighter miss is elite in the sport. People don't understand that there's movement and then there's height. A guy who's 6'9", it's very hard to hit that guy in the head just mm-hmm. off the height alone. And a guy who's 6'9", and is not stiff like Fury, because most guys that are that big are stiff, let's let's be real. Yeah. He's not stiff. He's really nimble for a big guy like that. He, he's very difficult to hit. I think they had a stat that like two, like a little bit over 2% of the uh, of um, punches to the head are landed on Fury. So he's... And well, while there's a headhunter, there's no, there's no secret. So Is he, is he a good def- defensive guy at all? Who, Deontay? Yeah. I think he, he has um, good reflexes and he has um, he, he's very agile but he's not like fundamentally like really so sound but he, he has good like reflexes but he, he does a good job of not getting hit enough where it's a problem. I I heard now I didn't I didn't watch both fights so I, I can't talk um, you have I heard that both his fights against Ortiz Ortiz was probably winning the, the boxing game and then he got knocked out oh, twice absolutely. is that absolutely is that a true statement. Yes, it is true. And uh, especially the last one, I mean, he was winning the whole entire fight, Ortiz, up into that sixth round. And then Wilder, he disguised him. He threw the jab and then right hand, bang. And and, and 
and Ortiz was knocked out. And that's all it takes with Deontay Wilder because he has that power. And uh, I do think the difference, though, between Ortiz and, and Fury is that Ortiz, he he's not he has great positioning with his with his upper body, but he's not very good on his feet. He he's very like slow footed. Fury has he 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 can, he can move he he can move on his feet very well. So that is that is definitely something to uh to look at. But Deontay Wilder, he he's not. I mean. He's not winning rounds. Like he's not trying to win the rounds a lot of time. He he he's trying to set up his right hand. Like that's that's how he's winning the fight. He's not worried about, you know, going to the scorecards. Was, he doesn't want to go into the cards, Deontay. If he goes to the cards, he could win possibly, but that's not that's not he's not he's not aiming for that. If it's well, gonna come down to who could win more of the rounds and go to the cards, it's gonna favor Fury. Also, um Wait, can is I, it, can is, I just take a timeout to fix your mic? It's like a, it's like blocking your face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all good. Is it worth is it worth it for average fan out there to buy to buy the package? Now I'm not talking about you because you're you're a massive boxing fan, but I'm talking about like the people at home are gonna be like, wow. I want to buy this pay-per-view. Is it worth it for me to go out and buy this pay-per-view for this fight? I think so. I mean, okay. you look at, when you look at the heavyweight division, you want to see something crazy happening. With Deontay Wilder, yeah, there's a good chance he knocks a guy out and, and it gets crazy. And with Fury, he he you don't even know. Like he he's so um He's, he's just such an interesting, I think, story when you look at his, uh, his 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 whole entire story and you don't know what he's going to do. To me, as a fan, it's interesting to see, is he going to come try to pressure him or is he going to try to move on his bicycle a whole different way? So I think it is a good fight. I really wish they had a better um, um, undercard, though, because that's a problem with boxing. The undercards are not... Oh, you know, so the undercards is like the, the, the fights before the... Pre, the before. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the preliminary so fights. So they, they, they don't have any but, fights. You know, I'm you, looking, you, yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's like, I know I know they got Leo Santa Cruz there. He, he's a good fighter, but it's not... It's it's not like um, it's not. Oh, they don't even have. I'm looking at it right now. Is it? Uh, they got Charles Martin fighting. They did Gerald Washington. That, that's an okay so heavyweight no, fight. Oh, so, so. Like, there's really no fight there that I'm like excited about. And I'm looking at the undercard right now. It's it's really nothing that. So the undercards are not me. worth it to watch. We should just watch the big fight. Whatever. I got the time my guy Amiri Mom. Shouts out to Amiri Mom. He's my guy. But yeah, go ahead. So the big fight. Everybody should just watch that fight. The pre the the, the pre rounds you could talk to whoever you want out loud at the party. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean guess. when you when you when you go to a um, uh, when you buying a pay per view fight, you're buying it for the main event. I know people want to see a good card and all that, but you, you're buying it for the show. And listen, I'm gonna say this: if you watch this fight and you're buying it, make sure you have everything you need. Before the, the main event starts, don't go to the bathroom in, in the first round. Don't get your soda. Don't go to the refrigerator because it could be all over. And it, it could. That's the thing in boxing. Right. The fight could end in, in 10 seconds. And with Deontay, it could, it could certainly end within 10 seconds. And when you talk about heavyweights, see, that's the thing that people don't understand is that when you have two fighters, and shout out to Max Kellerman because he says, when you have two fighters at 147 pounds, they're hitting each other. Okay, that's fine. That's one thing. They could take that punch. Now you have two fighters that are 250 pounds hitting each other. It's not the same thing. Right, not at all. Because Absolutely the chin, not. It, it, your, your chin is not that much stronger being a bigger man than, than being I a little totally man. I totally agree. 250 is 250. And, and, and Fury and Wilder can both knock each other out. I don't think Fury can because Wilder, he said, oh, he got pillow fists, all that. I don't think Fury can knock him out in, in one punch. But if he lands the right hand enough times and he puts more force behind it, because he was landing that right hand 
So they're, they're often in that first fight. He right. Was, but but he was going like this, you know, fighting on the back foot. You get less power, and then kept moving. If he puts more force into it, again, he's he's leaving himself more open to counters. If you do that, he he can't hurt so Deontay you, Wilder. And Deontay has a very good chin. But I'm just saying, he he can possibly not. So come you out. think there's there's a there, there's a good chance that the opposite might happen? That the unpredicted of a fury knocking out Wilder because we most people are probably going to say for the the majority are going to say either Wilder's knocking him out or Fury's winning in 12 rounds straight right so th- there's a possibility of the unexpected of Fury knocking out Wilder Yes, there is a, a a much bigger possibility than people are are letting on. You know, there's a famous saying in boxing: anything can happen in boxing, which is true. But I think this is is, is a, a a very it's it's a, it's a possibility. I could I could see it. I I just think if he kept landing so much on the right hand and Wilder tired himself out by throwing all those all those punches and not hitting, yeah, he could do it. Now Wilder, to his credit, a lot of people say he just has that right hand. He's got a tremendous amount of stamina. Where he, he's able to, he's in uh-huh. great conditioning, and and a lot of heavyweights are not in great conditioning. I don't care what people say, they're not. And he's got tremendous. He has a very good chin, and he's got a lot of heart. So I I, I think that that it, it's it's a fascinating matchup, and I'm I'm super excited. This is this is I think whoever won this fight would be considered the best heavyweight currently. You know, okay. I think that, that by the public, they would be considered the best. It's it's gonna be this this Saturday night. Yeah, this tune Saturday. Night. Tune in. Yeah, tune in. You know, that's um, that's, that's what's up. Prediction. Oh, you want a prediction? You want a prediction? I I don't have a prediction. Make a pick. I'm rooting for uh, Deontay Wilder just because he's American, by the way. Okay. USA all the way. If I had I'm to just predict, saying that. I, I would say I, I give a, I, I lean towards Fury. I think Fury can win. I think Fury can win the fight a lot of different ways. You know, he could win it coming mm-hmm. at him. He could win him on his bike, meaning backing up and moving around. I think with Wilder, he can only win it one way. And I, I, I think Fury is in better condition than he was last time. But I I, I, I think he wins by decision. He, he wins the fight. And, and, you know, but a lot of people, I just want to say one more thing about this. Fury in his last fight, he got cut badly by his eye. Uh-huh. And and that cut got stitched up and all that. But if Deontay Wilder could hit that cut open and and, and open that up, that that does right give Deontay a tremendous edge in the fight if he can do that. But I, I lean towards Fury. I, I lean towards Fury winning the fight. Okay. But I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised either way. We will definitely uh, to I will definitely tune into this fight. Uh, it will be this Saturday night, um, February twenty second. Twenty second. What time? What time is the main event? Around ten thirty Eastern. Like, yeah, like around ten thirty. 30, 11. 30, 11 I know it's Eastern. in Vegas, so yeah, I think right there. They're going there. Yeah. Eight o'clock. So yeah, okay. Um, up next, so I'm I'm. Last week I brought up the end about Billy Bean. I took a little shot at Billy Bean. It was unfair because he I, I did say good. He is he's a very good GM. He's been a very good GM he said throughout okay his career. First, first he said yes, okay. First is okay. He's been a very good GM throughout his career. And and to be honest, if I didn't have a guy to hire and he's available, I, I would hire him. Okay. But this this is this so then. I'm on Twitter one day. Obviously, I'm bored because I'm visiting my brother in the hospital. He obviously, uh, there's not much, there's not much um, to do in the hospital besides talk to somebody. And besides for that, there's really nothing to do. So I'm on my phone, Twitter, and all of a sudden I get tagged. And he goes, "Oh, Billy Bean is not just the greatest GM in baseball history; he's the greatest GM in sports history." He said hold both up, times. Hold up, hold up. You time had two out, different time tweets. Time out, time you had two out. different no, you're tweets. Not giving the proper background. 
Okay. What happened? So, no, this is what happened. The the last week on the show, we spoke about Billy Bean for a little bit briefly. You say he's an okay GM. You're like, he's good. And then I'm like, he's a great GM. And I was downplaying him a little bit. I wasn't giving him, you know, the you know his full share. Okay. Then on, 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 I'm thinking afterwards. I'm thinking back and I'm like... Afterwards, I'm chilling out. I think it was on Sunday. And I'm like, man, is Billy Bean the best GM in the history of baseball? And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put it. Yeah, Billy Bean. He's the best GM in the history of baseball. So I tweeted that. Then you came back and said, get lost to the best GM in the history of baseball. And then yeah, even, get lost. And then even before I said, then even before you said that, I was thinking in my head, wait, I got to re-ask the question. Is Billy Bean the best GM no. in the history of baseball? Or is he the best GM in the history of any sport? Now, when I say any sport, I want to make it clear. I'm talking about baseball, basketball, football. I'll admit, I don't know hockey like that, so I can't speak on okay, that. Okay, fine. I don't know overseas okay. sports like like rugby and cricket. And, and all those and soccer. I, yeah, okay. I don't know enough to, to, to really speak on that. Okay. So when I say best in so the history of NFL. sports, NFL, NBA, MLB, National Football League, National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball. That's what I'm talking about when I say history of sports. Okay, fine. So we then, get that clear okay. so then i said he's the best gm in the history of sports and then i'm like wait a minute i gotta ask myself the right question i, I, I think I'm, I'm not asking myself the right question and then you said after further is he review the best by the way gm in the history of sports or is he the best gm by far in the history of sports oh, by far is he the best GM in the history this of sports? Guy, so this I come, guy's- i've come to the conclusion that that billy bean is the best general manager in the history of those three sports by far, uh, you, wanna, you could you could attack first. First, you of, want me to, first of all, ahead. first of all, he's not the best GM in the history of his own organization. That's Sandy Alderson. And by the way, he was with the Mets, and he was with the Mets when I they get, when they he had all he has all these pitchers. By the way, he got all these pitchers there, and Sandy Alderson for some reason was criticized when he was in New York for the Mets. But I don't even understand why. Oh, I do. He also got you want to assess for this. They're fine. Not the biggest deal in the world. He, okay. 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 Fine. Then he then he made the World Series with that team that. In to to to, to uh, six games, okay. Oh, oh, no, 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 not a big deal, not a big deal. He also won a World Series there, which I believe, which this guy the, on my right does not believe winning the World Series as GM matters, but I, I do believe that. Wait, say okay? that. Oh, you, you said oh, that. Okay. You said that. When you said that. that. When you it. said that. Oh, it's not his fault. They didn't oh, it's win. Not. It was the players it's, it's in the not. field. It's not. Get out of here. You got to win a World Series to be a great GM in the history of the sport. What? Then I went to other sports, and then I went to Bill. Poland, he's like get lost, Bill Poland, because Bill Poland was the guy, was the architect of the of the of the Bills teams that made four Super Bowls in a row. They not win it all, but then he was the architect of the Peyton Manning teams. Yes, Peyton Manning was the biggest factor of that team. I will agree with that. But he also had Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis. He also had Edron James, who's who's in the Hall of Fame. A lot to do with Peyton Manning. I get it. Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison, two two Hall of Fame receivers. He got. He also had that that the offensive line with Jeff Saturday and those those guys. Ryan Dean. You wanted to Tarek Glenn. Uh, Sorry, I don't Glenn. know how I know all Ryan these L- Ryan offensive L- linemen. But L- then you L- had, yeah. had Bob Sanders he drafted. He had Gary Brackett. He also had, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not a big deal either. Okay, fine, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Antoine Bethea, that's not a big deal either. All those guys. Then he said Bill Walsh. He didn't really, you didn't really argue in that a lot, but Bill Walsh was the architect. When he got the job with San Francisco, he was the job of everything, okay? The coach, the GM. He had the Montana teams that won, that won, that won four Super Bowls, the young teams. That won one, and 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 even even at the end of his uh, of his reign, he was still making the playoffs with Jeff Garcia as his quarterback and To. So he had all those guys, and that's like 25, 30 years of 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 a great organization Absolutely. of always doing great stuff. Then 
then Bill Belichick's got to be better. No, you're going to say his drafts weren't good, but he was the GM of all those teams that won six Super Bowls. I don't care. He's also a coach. I don't care. He was a coach in the G, but we're talking GMs, right? I know. We're talking GMs. You have to separate so, so you, Oh, no, but GMs is part of the success of the team. Yeah, it is. So the success of the team, Bill Belichick has done a better job. And then I said, Ozzie knew some. You didn't like it either, but you, 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 you didn't hate it, but you didn't like it either. This guy has drafted pro ballers from literally the day the day he was drafted, two Super Bowls he, he um, from all those raid teams. And then, by the way, his last draft, I believe, was Lamar Jackson, which, 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 oh, uh, okay, he's just the MVP of the league. That's I don't all think he was involved in that. That's I think, all he, he, I think is. he was out before. Billy that. Bean has done a great job, but he's not the, um, you look at baseball, G. Michael did a better job with the Yankees when he got all that core four guys when, when George Steinman was suspended for baseball for two years. Disagree. Why? Why? Because he's won four championships. Because, first of all, those nice late all, 90 teams, how much money did they spend? He didn't win four championships. He won one championship because oh, he Brian was Cashman the architect took over of the four teams. He was the architect of the four teams. Okay, fine. fine. Okay, fair enough. Oh, and you want to say he's better than Cashman? I'm not going to hate it. I don't like it either. He's probably better Cashman because he's done more. But guess what? I, I, I can Cashman. hear you. That's not yes. even comparable. No, that's, why is that not comparable? Okay, well, okay. Why is that not? All By right. the way, those two years when, when Brian Cashman was little on the leash over here, when they said, Yo, you're not winning these years, all of a sudden, now the farm system gets gets crazy good. And then you have Glaber Torres, Aaron, Ju- uh, Aaron Judge. Oh, uh, you have Severino. Only, yeah. Severino. It only took 20 years. Gary Sanchez. It only, it only took 20 years. Oh, it took 20. Robinson Cano only took 20 years, too. Uh, it took him 20 years. Robinson Cano only it, took 20 years. It took him 20 years, years to get some homegrown talent. Yes. To get a it lot of homegrown, homegrown talent. Because he and traded he a lot got, of these guys. And he only got that, that Torres pick because the Cubs were desperate because they needed to trade for a close. So what? He okay, traded I give for it to him. Yeah, so he did. What? He okay, got it. fine. But he, that trade was only possible because he had Chapman. And the only reason why the Chapman trade is possible to get Torres is because okay. they're able to afford the highest paid closer in the league. So you can't compare uh, that. What about getting guys who are okay? on different teams at the beginning of their career and they come to the Yankees and they become much better than people thought. Okay. Either Gregorius, Aaron Hicks, and, and, and all those guys. Oh, Frazier, yes, he traded for Frazier. Frazier's a good prospect too. Now, he hasn't done anything in the league, so that doesn't count. Okay, he hasn't done anything major in the league, so that yeah, shouldn't well, count. Yeah, that's okay. not, that's, we also got Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Um, he's and good. He also, I, I, he also I, I, got... I like Cashman. I think no, Cashman's he's pretty good. You're, you're talking about he's just as good as Billy Bean. No, he's and not. he's done more than Billy crazy, Bean. Crazy. Yes. And and uh, you said that <laughs> winning doesn't matter. I you're the one that said no, no, you're the one that said winning the big games don't matter. They and don't. it does matter from head from head to toe. Head to toe meaning the GM, the owner, all of the above. It matters to win the World Series when you go out. Yes, he's worked with bad ownership in Oakland because that owner, by the way, I just checked it up, he's worth over a billion dollars. So that guy is a piece of is a piece of trash. And he should spend money. <laughs> Fuck him because he should spend money. Okay? Whoever that is. Because I checked him out. I forgot okay. his name. Okay. But whoever you are, the owner of baseball teams, and you're all billionaires now. Fuck you, all of you, for not spending money, okay? All, all of you guys. Okay. I don't care if you're the Miami Marlins. Now, that's not Derek Jeter. I'm not blaming Derek Jeter no, for you it because he's just the head. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about the big guys. Yeah, all of you. Screw you guys. Spend your stupid money because guess what? You Oh, you spend only... um uh. Two hundred million dollars out of a billion dollars to to win ball games and lose ball games. Screw you, all of you. Okay, that that's what I gotta say. With Billy Bean has worked, but fine. But Billy Bean has not won the whole thing. While the guy in Oakland before him has. Oh come on. So stop it. No 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 no. You want to say the best ever? Are you kidding me? Okay. You're kidding me, man. And I'm about to go to sleep listening to this guy. But yeah, let's go. 
Okay, so first off, I have a lot of respect for Sandy Alderson, and he actually did put Billy Bean onto a lot of the uh, sabermetric stuff that he uses for his GM for, for being a general okay. manager. So I have a lot of respect for Sandy Alderson. However, Sandy Alderson, when he won the World Series, and when he had the success with Oakland, their payrolls were way higher relative to the league than the stuff that Billy Bean had to work with. So that's not a fair comparison. They switched ownership in 1995. Billy Bean took over as the general manager in 1998. They've been a consistent playoff team. They, I think they made it, I think, 11 times in, in, in 20 years or something like that since he's been the general manager. Now, you talk about uh, – let, let's first, let's just talk about the other two sports, National Basketball Association and, 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 and NFL. Jerry West. Jerry West. Oh, okay, Jerry too. West and any NBA general manager, you can never, ever compare them to Billy Bean. Because that, that, that being, is true. Being that, in, I would agree with being two, two in different sports. Being in a big market in, 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 in basketball is so much bigger of an advantage than a different sport. Everyone can pump up Jerry San Antonio. What about Everyone that guy in San Antonio? Pump, I would give R.C. Buford a RC lot Buford. more credit than Jerry West. Jerry West, you could say whatever you want about Jerry West, him getting Shaq to the Lakers. If Jerry West is a general manager for the Sacramento Kings, Shaq's not going there. So Agreed. It's, it's, it's kind of weak to, for me to, to, to give him credit. And in basketball, one player can make so much of a difference that if you just get lucky with a draft pick or you're in a big market where a guy wants to go to, Jim Duncan, it, it, yes. it, it, could, it could change the whole game up. So you can't, I, no NBA general manager is even comparable to Billy Bean, in my opinion. There's none of them that, that even have that kind of comparison. And, oh, uh, uh, you, um, what's his name? Palenka with, with LeBron going there? Oh, get out now. That's nothing. Screw. LeBron wants to, LeBron's doing what he wants. He wants to go to the team, and that's it. That's nothing. They, I'm they not, should be judged off those, those little guys they got. Yeah, exactly. Okay, zero right. credit for, for that. I, I Very little credit for that, in my opinion. I'm not giving no, I'm want, not giving You want to give like, the credit to the team that like they built up the Lakers to be a that respectable is. franchise from all years ago. Yeah, I'll give credit to the Lakers as a whole. Like well, The guys who got Jerry West? No, like, like like I mean, the like, people that uh, started this shit, Jack like, Kent Cook, who was the owner of the Lakers yeah, in like the fifties, yeah, and, and like okay. and Jerry Buss, you want to give him some credit, and Kareem, and Wilt, and those guys, and Magic. Well, Kareem, okay. Kareem, Kareem, that was Jerry West, I believe. He actually begged a trade to to like one team. Yeah, so, and, so and, let's and I'm exactly not, same thing. Yeah, so so. NBA owners, I don't even want to hear about that because that's not even comparable, in my opinion. Okay, it's not. fine. Understood. Now we get to the NFL, okay? Now, when Bill Walsh was the general manager for the San Francisco 49ers, there was no salary cap in the NFL, and they were able to keep that team going forever. So to Ooh, me— What about the that, 80s and 90s? That's not, that's not— In the 80s, there was no salary cap in the NFL. Now, that was when they were winning all those championships. Now, once the NFL started getting a salary cap, they weren't winning so much anymore. Now, Belichick— The Steve Young teams weren't winning. They were winning the, big. The, they weren't, they yeah, weren't winning championship. He, okay, yeah, I understand they were winning championship. And and I give Bill Walsh's credit, and I give all these guys their credit. Bill Belichick, to me, what he's done is far more impressive than, than what he's done. Bill Walsh, like not even close. Now you talk I about- I can hear you because he's won. That's simple as that. Now you talk, it's not just winning. It's They've always been playoff team pretty much every year, except for- They've always been a bye team. They've and, made and, a Super Bowl three other times. And a lot of appearances. Yes. And obviously, they have the championships as well. Now- in football, all these guys you mentioned, Ozzie Newsom, Bill Polian, Bill Belichick, all the names you mentioned in football. In modern day football, you have a salary cap. And you cannot go over that salary cap, whatever it is. Let's say it's $180 million. I think that's what it was this past season. Let's say that's what it is. Okay. You have to spend a minimum. You have a floor minimum 
in every single sport. I mean, every single team has a floor minimum in the NFL. So I think you have to spend 8% of your salary. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I think that's the amount you have to spend okay. by league requirement. There's a floor minimum. So the difference between any two teams in the NFL, from the last lowest paying team to the highest paying team in the NFL, is 20%. Now, when Billy Bean in 2001... Did you see the, the Kansas Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers was a massive difference yeah, was this a, year. It, it was, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not going to give all the credit to the Chiefs GM because Patrick Mahomes is okay, under... It's, it's, no, it's, it's under Right, exactly. for how good he First is. First of all, it was like a $60 million difference. I think That's, uh, that's uh, a monster. That's no, it's not a monster. Dude, it, it, no, it's no, it's not a monster. Billy Bean has a $150 million difference. It, it, it's not a monster. It, it, it's, you want to say Andrew Friedman in, uh, in Tampa get, Bay is the best now? He's, he's the second best. I get, just, he's, he's the second best. I'm well, going to get into before that Joe Madden came in, in that okay. organization, First he of, was a part of that. Or, that okay, that, back that. to the football thing. Uh, um, with uh, what's his name? With um, the Chiefs, even with them, them they had the lowest. The 49ers had the highest. First of all, that's misleading because Patrick Mahomes is worth forty million dollars if he were to be available. They're just lucky they have him on a rookie contract. Right. So right. That, right, that, right, that's, right. So okay. That's, that's BS to begin with. Okay. But but that's not that's not even fair to to begin with that. But when you even talk about the 49ers to the Chiefs, because the 49ers had the highest payroll in terms of of money they spent, and the Chiefs had the lowest. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's about a. A little bit over a fifty million dollar difference. Okay, you know, that, that is big. Difference. That's not as okay. big as baseball, so, but that's so, big. So they get two twenty. If I'm looking at this correct, they get one sixty. So that's a sixty million dollar difference. That's about um, sixty, one twenty, one eighty. It's a that's around a twenty percent increase. That's what that's around. A little bit, maybe it's around a twenty percent increase. Now, okay. when they had a two thousand one payroll, Yankees one hundred twelve million, number one in the league. Oakland Athletics, number 29 in the league, 33 million. So now that's about three times as much. So you're talking about a 20% difference, 200% difference. Okay. So that's not comparable. 20, 200. They won more games than the New York Yankees did in 2001. Now, they played the Yankees in the playoffs. They lost in a best of five series in five games. And you're going to say, oh, well, if his teams were so good, why did they lose to the Yankees? The fact that they were even in position to even come close to being the oh, highest stop. payroll in the league is insane. No, How in the world did the Kansas City Royals happen to win a World Series and he hasn't? The Kansas City Royals, in that, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a team that made the playoffs twice in 30 years. To me, it's far more impressive to be consistently in the playoffs than as a general manager than to win one World Series I, and then fall off. I agree. That's not impressive I agree, to me. but you got you to gotta win. You got to win the big ones. He hasn't won a big one. Dude, the, NBA, the MLB, it's, it's a best of five series where anything can happen. It's, it, it's so fickle. You have a sport where so much so, arbitrary sh- stuff goes on in it. it, it, it it's, it's, it's crazy. Why did the even arbitrary in- stuff go his way ever? We're not talking about what just one time, one time. He got unlucky. What does that mean? The team got unlucky, and the team is not even in position to be there. They're 29th highest payroll. The fact that they're even close to playing against the Yankees is insane. They lose to the Yankees in five games, the number one payroll in the league, in a best of five series, by the way. It wasn't like a seven-game series. Almost beat the Yankees. Tampa made a World and Series. They might have won. They might have beaten them had Jeremy Giambi actually slid, but his he, he actually thought it was a good idea to not slide on the Derek Jeter shuffle play. If he would have just slid like a 
normal person, they probably would have been safe on that play. Okay. And, and, and okay, they, pro- they would have probably won that game had that been the case. But that, that, there's so many things that go on within one game. But the fact that they won 102 games and the Yankees won 95 games that year is, is incredible. That's that's incredible. That's that's not, how, how could you even compare the two? The Yankees got the highest payroll in the league. They got the 29th highest payroll in the league. And they're competing. And then they lose. They had the MVP of the league, Jason Giambi. They had... Johnny Damon and Jason Isringhausen. They lose all three of those guys. They lose Jason Giambi, the MVP of the whole league, the American League, to the New York Yankees. The Yankees take away their best player. They literally said, oh, you had a great year. We had a great year. We're going to take your best player away. They took him from the Oakland Athletics, and the following season, the Oakland Athletics still win the same amount of games as the Yankees do. With the MVP of the league, too. Yeah. He's the MVP. He's the MVP of the league because he's on the A's. He was not an MVP of the league player. That was the era where you got MVP because you were on the best team in the league. He was nowhere near the best team. What about the Cyan? I'm I'm glad you brought that up. You're talking about Barry Zito? Yes. Barry Zito, when he was brought into the the big leagues, he was not a high-regarded player because he doesn't throw that hard. He had a tryout with the San Diego Padres, and they said, you're not a big league player because you don't throw hard enough. He got Barry Zito on that team. He was not a player that was highly coveted in the in, in the draft. So you should give him some credit for Barry Zito. I can't give him credit for getting him. Oh, oh, who got Tejada? Who got Zito? Who gets these guys? This guy, he, 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 David Justice from the Yankees. The Yankees paid half of David Justice's salary that year, and, and – he he had a, he he had produced for them at, at a pretty high level. They win 103 games, and then they get to the playoffs, and you're gonna say, "Oh, they lost in the playoffs, right?" Okay, they lost in the playoffs to the Minnesota Twins in 2002. And two of those losses that they lost to the Twins, Tim Hudson got rocked. That's his fault that Tim Hudson got rocked. That's but that's his guy. Yeah. I, exa- what do you mean? What do you mean? Of course, yeah, it's part of it. It's, no, he's it's not part, part of it. No, he is a part of that. What you do over yes, 162 is. game sample. Is a lot more meaningful as a general manager. And what do the twins than, than, spend? What do the twins do? What do the twins do every year? They always the twins also losing the first round every year to the Yankees. What does that mean? And, and yeah, and why is their GM not great? Like their GM's good, but so what? That's only he's not. The twins have been upper half a lot of years. They've been upper half a lot of years. The Minnesota Twins. They have. They, they have been. But they haven't won. So you're we're not going to go tell that guy. He's yeah, great. He's a great GM. They don't have the lowest payroll in the league and win the most games. They they don't do that. They, they, that's not that's not but, what the Minnesota Twins do. But they don't have the highs, and they they they're mediocre, and and and, and I, I they're, give, they're I, good. I, I'm not saying he's the only. And I'm not saying he's it. the only good general manager, Billy Bean. I'm saying he's the best. And and for him to even be competitive with the Yankees is insane. And and, and the fact that people hold it against him. Oh, you ever won a World Series? Yeah, you wouldn't either win a World Series, Brian Cashman. If you were on the fucking, Oakland I don't. Athletics. I disagree with that. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I think I, if you put him in, in an no organization, way. yes, he drafts really well. He would. He would no. Yes, he, he would have agree. a great farm system. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, what farm system? The guy all he did was buy players for twenty years. Then he realized that wasn't working, so he started getting guys. They didn't have any farm system. And with, with Cashman, they won in ninety eight, ninety nine, and two thousand. But you even said that that team was built to rate for him, so we can't really even count that. So since then, he's won one World Series in twenty years. And and, and you're supposed to talk about this. And he's only made it to one World Series since two thousand nine. So 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 I mean I mean since two thousand and four, he's made it to one World Series in fifteen years and won one World Series. And I'm supposed to be impressed by a guy who was the highest payroll in league history. In, in league by far. Do you know the Yankees in 2003, they had a $180 million payroll, 180. You know the second highest in the league was the New York Mets. They had 108. 
There was okay. a $72 million difference between the two. And you're, and, you're, and you're out here trying to act like he shouldn't be running the league and they lose to the Marlins? Why isn't that on him that they lost to the Marlins? And of course it's on him. It's part of on him. He, he's yeah, not, he's a part of it being on him. Billy Bean's success since 1998 is far more impressive than Brian Cashman's considering the circumstance. It's not even comparable. It's not even comparable. Why? You're talking about a guy who... In 2018, and by the way, people say, oh, everyone caught on to Moneyball. It's over, blah, blah, blah. 2018, they they were the lowest payroll in the league, and they won 97 games. So, yeah, they're doing it real big. And that season, in 2018, because I got my research right here, 2018 payrolls right here, they had the lowest in the league, and the Red Sox had the highest. The Red Sox won 100 and whatever games they won. And they won the World Series. Yeah, and they won the World Series. You know, congratulations to them for winning the World Series. But and, and and you know, shouts out to them. They you know they've taken his all the Red Sox have done is a lot of the time, especially Theo, is he takes similar concepts to, that Billy Bean had, and he just has more money, so he wins. That's not that's not impressive to me. You know, it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's impressive that they win, but do I think that if you put Billy Bean in that situation, they wouldn't win? Uh, I, I find that very unlikely. And, and, and for for him to to be one step ahead of the league at all times is impressive. And when you talk about the NFL guys, they're all within 20% of everybody. So it's it's crazy. And people well, kill them. they've with- had success, but they all have to build. Those teams all have to build and draft. So does he. Those teams didn't know. That's not what he mean. Like for, for five, six years, he doesn't. He has to. Oh, but yes, but he can't, he has to restart always because they can never keep the players that they have because they always have to to, to lose them. That but season, they win. They win big. These GMs. I'm sorry, they, had the tw- they had the 29th highest payroll. They had 82 million dollar payroll. The Athletics. The Boston Red Sox had 240 million dollars. That's a 300 percent increase, three times the amount. So if Bill Belichick had three times less money than the number one team in the league, he's winning he would, big I too. I don't think he yes, would ever win is. a Super Bowl. I think that's very unlikely. I, I don't think you understand the difference in, in, in triple the amount. It's what, triple what, the what amount. What did he do with the, with the, with the, with the, the 94 not, Browns? What did he do with the 94 Browns when he won like 11 they games? They have three times less the money than the they number one they, team they, in the league. They never spent money, those they Browns teams. They have three teams. times less money than the highest payroll in the league. They three didn't times, have a good payroll. Three times. What are you? Three times less. It's, you're comparing a guy who goes to the club with a, a pocket full of lint to a guy who goes to the club with a thousand dollars. Who's going to do better? You know, what does that mean? It's not you can't you can't compare the two. It's it's no it's no comparison. It's it's outrageous. Okay, and, and, I, guess, and, I guess I guess the value of winning big doesn't matter to you. Billy Bean you is care. more valuable to a major league baseball team than any individual player in the major leagues. That is crazy by, by that, far. That is absolutely absurd. There's no player That's in absurd. baseball history that has as much value to a modern day franchise than Billy Bean has to a, a, a franchise. What are you? One player. Babe one, Ruth. No, no. Are you kidding I mean, me? If you put Babe Ruth on the worst. Team in the league, how many, how many, how many more and games? Those do you days, they they're winning big because he's he's hitting like another day, forty day, home current runs. Current day, I said modern day, current day. If he plays in current day, current day, talk about right now. I would agree at that time it's possible. Different right now, right there's no now. Player, there's definitely no player in the current league that does. Uh, uh, who's the who do you think is the best player in baseball? Well, obviously it's Mike Trout. And okay. He has, doesn't win anything. And what do you think if Mike Trout went to the worst team in baseball? How many more games do you think they would win with him? That they would win, they wouldn't have won without him. Who's the best? Who's the best pitcher in the game? Pick any player you want. It doesn't matter. Wait, I'm saying Clayton Kershaw is part of the reason the Dodgers changed around everything. That team is loaded, bro. What are you talking about? No, all those years he won the Cy Youngs? 
They're loaded every year. They win before, they, games. before he got there, they didn't win much. He was there since 2008. What are you talking about? They didn't win much. They, they were a playoff team always, like throughout most of the time. It, who's the, who do you look at as the top player in baseball? Mike Trout, let's Mike say. Trout. Okay, if he goes to the worst team in the league, he you replace Mike Trout in Oakland and, and you take out Billy Bean, what do you think they're going to – you think they're, they're going to – and you have someone else running it who's not a, a high-level GM. You think it's 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 going to – you think they're going to do – at what they did with Billy Bean and Mike Trout? Yeah, I believe they, they, they could win a championship they, all those years. If you if you add him to those They're not winning 70 games. What championship? They're not winning anything. What are you, championship? They're not going anywhere. What do you mean if they don't have Bean? They're not going anywhere. They're, they're, You're talking about Angels. this team right now. You're talking about this team right now. not a team that he built. I'm saying you have him on the team and no Billy Bean. They'd be the Angels. That's what they'd be. Okay. They'd be the Angels. So, yes, he has more impact than any individual player. On a team, for sure, without a doubt, there's no, there's no question about it. And, and and the fact that the Yankees, with an 180 million dollar payroll, can 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 even be competitive. The the 60 million dollar team that I no, I think it was 40 million dollars that they said 40 180, 40 180. And the fact that that's even so, what you get that guy is, is the guy in Tampa Bay, Andrew Freeman, number two. Is, he's the Num- number, number two. two. He's number oh two. God. He's number two. He's number two, and people are like, oh, he can't win the playoffs. The Yankees haven't won the playoffs in a long time either. So, okay, you, you talk about and, and 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 that should be held against them. That's held against was, them. The play, yes, it is. The playoffs is a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous way to measure a general manager when you have 162 games to base it off and then you have five games to base it off. It's ridiculous. Okay, and it's about the big moments. So what? What we complain about players that don't hit in the big nah, moments? It is ridiculous. Why do we complain about that? No, it's it's if, if you if a player had one bad playoffs, like if you say Mike Trout's not a good baseball player because he has one postseason hit out of 15 at bats, that would be to me insane. You okay, don't, you but don't if, use that to, to measure his career. You use but if it's the, like the two or three years, if it's two or three year playoffs and he hasn't been good, we kill the guy and we should, and rightfully so. I agree. Yeah, I put more into big moments into players than general managers. General managers are to put people in position. I don't blame Daryl Morey for James Harden fucking up. I blame James Harden for James Harden fucking up. I don't, okay, and, and and obviously that's a different sport. Like any you sport. Said before, I'm saying any, but any the, position. What did he do with the Rockets before uh, before James Harden got there? Daryl Morey's the best GM in the NBA. Also, how how he is. He, is. he, did, he, he built up a championship team without. They that. spent the most money too. No, but, but, they, they didn't get any marquee free agent ever. Like, I'm saying, they got guys, Eric Gordon and P.J. Tucker. I'm saying, besides Dwight. And they got. That's the only guy. Martin. Oy, they, they traded for Harden, which. Which was which a steal. A lot which of, was a steal. It yeah. was a steal, but yeah. a lot of players. And credit to him for robbing the Thunder. So, he has to get credit for that. Okay. He robbed the Thunder. And then he realized, oh, let me get guys who are undervalued. Eric, and let me get guys like Kenneth Fareed and tell him to shoot threes. And, 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 and yeah. No. He, he doesn't know how to shoot a three. And he shoots threes. Eric Gordon was undervalued. He's a good player. P.J. Tucker was undervalued. He's a good player. Oh, right. Ryan and then Anderson when the was undervalued. Comes, like he's Chris a good Paul. player. When Chris he Paul traded comes for Chris in. Paul, you could say that was a mistake. But no, get, that was not a mistake. No, no, no. Okay. When, he, when, when, when it comes to talent, when it comes to his his uh, his analogy, his sabermetrics, when Chris Paul's around, he's not worried about sabermetrics because Chris Paul, Chris Paul to me, is is a great talent. So he's like, oh, yeah, that, that's a great talent. Don't worry about the sabermetrics. Well, Chris Paul might have good sabermetrics also. I don't like these words. Sabermetrics and analytics and all that. All that, all that means is stats. 
There's better stats. The no, stats but they that he they, uses, they go deep and he, into the stats. Yeah, exactly. So they're measuring stats better. Everyone likes to, to use stats. You're not going to say a player who has perfect form and a perfect body if he's making 30 percent of his shots, or if he if he that's can't what, hit. That's what the Houston Rockets are. If you shoot 30 percent from three, it's better than shooting 45 percent from the field because right. two is more right. than three is right. more than two. Right. And then three six nine no, I'm two saying, four I'm six. Say, no, I'm saying is everyone uses stats. If you don't use stats, you're an idiot. If you're just going to say I like the way a guy looks, I like his body, and that determines obviously, he's a good player. Not, you're not going to use that. we look at but, but, LeBron is good because he averages 27 a points a right, game. Exactly. Okay. So you do care about stats. So everyone, of course, we care about okay, stats. Okay. So then stop acting like we don't care about. Into, so he's into he's into stats. You're into stats. It's just the stats he's into are different than the stats you're into. He's and the into stats usage that he's into rate. He's into are, this rate. Stats, PR. It, all, all it means is analytics and, and, and sabermetrics and all these terms that people use. Advanced stats. It's just different stats. That's all it is. It's different stats. And then it's up to a person how much they want to value and this guy, each stat. And this guy, so you, we're off topic and this guy with, takes with, three with balls. We're getting yeah, on this other guy takes two I, I, balls. I, I, forget about Maury. I, I, I like Maury. He's, he's, I think he's the best in the NBA. I think what Larry Bird did in Indiana is, to me, way more impressive than okay, what Jerry West did Larry Bird's more of an eye guy. Yeah. He's more of an eye guy than more of a... What's eye oh, guy mean? Um, I see this guy throughout college. I see this film. His film looks good. Instead of, I'm not watching this film. I'm looking at his PER. I'm no, looking I'm, at his I'm usage da- rate. I'm not to look at it at all. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, let's away. work together instead of like, let's let's I, fuck this guy because he works in this. No, and that's this guy because he works okay, in that. Well, I don't know. I mean, and that's what Andrew Friedman and that's baseball I don't today. Know, I don't know where you got that they do that either. I don't know who said they do that. But I mean, who said that? They, that's well, what they do. Well, that's obviously just, it's that's a movie, a and, and 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 obviously it's a movie. Yeah. But the movie, the movie has yeah. to show that they it's have to get, yeah. they have to get his permission. No, they have to get Billy Bean's permission about this, about the uh, firing the scouting report of the scouts with the scouts. Let's give the scouts credit for eyes because the scouts' eyes look good too. Because because eye test, generally speaking, is bullshit. And, and generally speaking, how is that? It, how generally is it? speaking, your eyes lie to you. To me, I'm going at least seventy five percent stats, twenty five percent eye because in Every sport, if a guy, you, people fall in love with stuff that doesn't have to do with the game, and he realized that a guy who's big and strong, people value that more than a guy who's skinny. A guy who can hit a turnaround okay. jump shot, that people in their eyes, it's like, oh, that was sick. But that's still two points, the same way the layup is two points. If Kobe Bryant weren't the analyst, he sucks. I'll tell you why no, he, he sucks. Doesn't suck. Yes, he, he does, does suck. suck. No, he doesn't suck. Yes, he does suck. No, he doesn't because, suck. No, he doesn't he suck. shoots a low percentage. No, he doesn't shoot a low percentage. And, and, and he, he takes dumb low, shots. No, he, doesn't. He, doesn't take, he doesn't shoot a low percentage. And if you look at stats, he probably has like more double team shots than any other body in the, in the NBA. Kobe Bryant is a great player even amongst analytics because he scores a lot of points and he scores a lot of points at a very high rate. So yes, if he shot his percentage and has only scored eight points, that's not impressive. But to score 35 points on that percentage is very impressive. Analytics would say Kobe Bryant's a great basketball player. I'm not even talking about analytics. I'm not even talking about basketball. In baseball, Billy Bean, what he understood and with the, Michael Lewis, shouts out to Michael Lewis with Moneyball. He wrote the book. I saw an interview about this. There's two main elements. Who was that Michael Lewis? Is Michael Lewis that, that a Jonah Hill guy? No, no, he wrote the book. He's the author. Okay, Jonah Hill, fine. Yeah, that, that guy is a fictional character, Jonah Hill's guy. No, he's actually, it's actually. Hey, he's a real guy, but he's not named. That, that, that's not his real name, isn't, isn't what they use in the movie. Right, I, I searched that up. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not but, but I'm talking about the author. There's two main components <laughs> that make a guy a good hitter in, in the MLB. There's. 
Because everybody in MLB who's a hitter, not including the pitchers, because they're there for pitching, but every hitter in, in baseball, they can make contact if the ball's thrown straight. So, okay. like, if you go True. to the batting cage, they could all make contact. So making contact is not a big deal. Like, if you went to the batting cage and you took any professional baseball player who's not a pitcher, not including pitchers, they're going to make contact with every right, single pitch. Right, they're going to crush it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not. So the two things that, are, that make a guy a good hitter, the two main things are... Discipline. Does he know when to swing and when not to swing? Okay. And then the second thing is, when you do swing, what do you do? do you, how far do you hit the ball? Power. Like, what do you do with it? Do you just right, hit it they a go, bit? They go slugging percentage. Do, 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 you, do you go power, this, that? Now, the two elements... Discipline, power. Does the guy get on base so too? But that's that's part of discipline. But they they, they, have, they don't check it anymore. They don't. No one cares. My thing about is it like this. Okay, everybody. You would think naturally a person would think that power is something that you're born with, and play discipline. That's something you could be taught. That's something you could develop. That's what actually they, both. What they had realized, the Oakland Athletics, was the opposite. The plate discipline is something that you're born with, and the power is something that you can improve on a lot more. Because well, you could swing you, under the ball and then yeah, and, and you could lift that, weights yeah. and you could change your body around and you can increase your strength and do different stuff. That is something that you could change around a lot more so than your plate discipline. Now, you wouldn't think that. You would think that you could change around your discipline and your power is something that's more innate and something that you're born with. Jason Giambi. I know Jason Giambi took steroids, so you're going to say his power increased with steroids. Okay, but let's just use okay. him for this. He wasn't a, a power hitter in, in, in college, Jason Giambi. He didn't hit for power in college, but he had a great ability um, right. to, to, to take pitches, get on base. He had great I discipline. I remember him with the Yankees. Uh, let me tell you this. The guy either discipline. hit the ball over the fence or he hit a ground ball to the outfield he and he was walked. out at first. He gets walked a lot, Giambi. Yes, he, he did. He gets walked a lot. He has great plate discipline. There are hitters that don't have very good plate discipline that are very good hitters. Like, okay. And Duar, he has no plate discipline. He swings at everything. Altuve, he swings at everything. Nomar Garcia Parra, swung at a lot. Guerrero, swings at everything. Alfonso Soriano, swings at everything. There are players like that that do exist, but it's not common. Most of okay. the time, you have to have good place to plate discipline to be a good hitter. So that's the two factors you look at. Plate, discipline, and power. John and he Carlos realized Stanton. that plate discipline is something that you that cannot be taught. And that's something that you got to go out and get. He realized that, and he... Bought that. He bought into that. Then when defense wasn't in, he makes himself a better defensive team. His teams are always going to have to be compromised in one area because they have less money. Yeah, so you say, so Scott Hatterberg, right? Yeah. What about that guy? Like, he never played first base, and and, and he's going to play first base, because and he's talking he, about defense. Because he understood that playing first base is not very difficult to do defensively, and teams realize that now that it's by far the easiest position to play. It is the easiest, but the scoops are still still hard. Okay. And there are so a lot I, of them, and there are a lot of them. Throughout so the year. he evaluates that the difference between scooping between Hattenberg and I guess Pena, Carlos Pena, who's the other first baseman, is not more valuable. It's not a bigger deal than the difference in on-base percentage. That's it. It's, it's all it is. What do you value more? Yeah, that's more important. You, when a guy's not a good fielder, you bring him to first base. That's how it works. When a guy doesn't field well, a catcher who's getting older and he can't play as much, they move you to first. Right. Pools isn't a good fielder. He goes from the outfield to first. Cabrera. Can't play outfield. Can't play third base. Miguel Cabrera puts you at first. You've been doing it for years. Don't make it like what he's saying is crazy. 
Okay, uh, you just—I don't know. You just don't value winning big games. I, 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 I value no. I value winning big games for a team like the New York Yankees, who have the number one payroll in the sport by far. But when you talk about a team that's twenty ninth in payroll, there. when you talk about a team that's twenty ninth in payroll that shouldn't even be there to begin with, that's incredible. And by the way, I'm glad you brought up the big games thing and why don't they win big games? And I'm going to explain to you why they don't win big games. Ready? In the regular season, you play everybody. In the postseason, you only play the elite teams. Now, in the regular season, Billy Bean's teams, they do very, very well when they play the teams that are below 500. But when they play the above 500 teams, they don't do as well usually. They're not great versus the above 500 okay. teams. So when you play in the playoffs, you're playing against those teams. So, of course, they're not going to do as well. So that's that's not him. What does that's, that mean? That's a part of him. Yes, no. it is. That, that, that should be... Uh, no, it shouldn't. Yeah, no. that should be... Yeah, that... That should be a, well, has, a scar, a, a no, scar it on him. Yes, no, it should. No, it should no, be a scar no, on him. No, yes. no, no. When, yes. when you see when he has similar payroll to a different team, he's dominant. When he has uneven amount of payroll, he's just competitive. So that, that's not a knock on the guy. I understand. And another reason is also wait. Is, so the so the Florida Marlins all those years in ninety seven oh three were were, they got were, were lucky. better than him. They got lucky to they even be in the playoffs. What? They were a wild card team. They shouldn't even been in the playoffs in two thousand three. If it was ten years before that, when there was no wild card, they wouldn't even been in the playoffs. There's so much luck that goes into us. You know the St. Louis Cardinals? They won eighty three games in two thousand six. They had the thirteenth best record in baseball that year. Only and they won eight, the World Series. Only eight yes. teams make the playoffs, and they had the thirteenth best record in baseball. Baseball, and they made the they playoffs were, because, the because they're in their division. Yeah, because they're in a weak division. So it just shows you how much luck there is in a lot of this stuff. Steve Pierce is a World Series MVP. And you're, you're, who is that guy even still in the league anymore? What is he have, like 100 career home runs, Steve Pierce? Okay, he's so a World what, Series what is, MVP. What do with the Cody Red Sox were the best team in baseball. Okay, but what I'm trying to close. say is that there's a lot of randomness that goes into the postseason that you can't, you can't even, you, you can't even, you, you can't so even So there's compare. a lot of randomness of, of draft picks in the 32nd round, a.k.a. It's, upper pools or stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. 162 no games is a much better way to measure a player or an owner or a coach or a general manager than the playoffs. It's actually, it's, it, to be honest with you, playoffs is a ridiculous concept. And I, I, I'm, it's a ridiculous concept? Then yes. fine. So why, yes. why play it then? Oh, I don't understand. Because it's entertaining. What do you mean why? It's, it's fun. But it's, playoffs is a ridiculous concept. The fact that you could have... Less games mean more than a much larger sample size. It's actually it's it's kind of insane to, to be honest with you, and, and, and uh, you, it's insane. Well, so you, why 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 judge a manager on big games too? Why why what's the difference I, then? Would, would you, unless he makes a big blunder, I would not man. I, I would I would if a guy won a hundred games in the regular season and then his team got swept three times and his starting pitcher got rocked all three times, I would not blame the manager. No, well, I wouldn't. You, no, you I wouldn't will blame. Because no, I wouldn't. Sub, no. sub, um, uh, early. Or no, they go get, to the bullpen earlier. No, if they made a mistake. Um, yeah, if they did something like that, then I would. I would. Put I would, a different guy in the lineup. Then I, I don't that's, know. You if they, get, get, you, there are a lot of things you could say. I'm not putting it on Billy Bean that that um, Tim Hudson got rocked twice. I'm not putting that on you. It's your starting pitcher. No, I'm not putting that on you. Why? I'm not, I'm not putting that on a guy for for a guy getting rocked. I'm not. I'm not doing that. The Florida Marlins were a wild card team. Both times they won the World Series. Yes, they and were. There was no wild card till 1995. It was, or 1994, whatever it was. There was no wild card till then. If they were 10 years earlier, they would have even made the playoffs to be in that position. The New York Giants, they went 9-7 and seven and they won the Super Bowl. They got lucky that they were in a division where they could even get okay. you to the playoffs. There's luck, a lot of and luck then, and, then, and then Jerry Reese and Tom Coughlin are going to be, are, they are, be. known as they good GMs. Be. They shouldn't be. 
Why they shouldn't, they shouldn't be? Because they got lucky. Because they got lucky. And so Eli Manning, presence. Eli Manning, he Super MVP is like you, like you say a hundred times. It means garbage. He got lucky. It's not garbage, but he got lucky. He's not a Hall of Fame player. Lucky's a part of the game, but you got you you, you got to be it's good part, in the big it's, moments. It's, no, it's a part of the game. It's not a part of the individual. That's what I'm yes, saying. It is a part it's, of the no. individual. Okay, so Billy Bean has bad luck. You are, okay, I'm down to say that they, he has bad luck. He's like, bad luck. Another reason it doesn't say champion in his name, and that's a big score. That should a be big, a score. No, it's not a big score. When you talk about a GM who has low payrolls, that's not a big score. It would be a big score if he was the number one payroll in the league every year. Then yeah, you could say something about that. They're 29th in the league. It's it's crazy that they should even be in co- position to even compete. They're playing versus the New York Yankees, who have tripled the amount of money as them. It's it's insane. They take away their best player and and and. and and, and 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 they're supposed to even compete with that? It's nuts. It's insane. And the reason why his teams don't do well in the playoffs also is because in the regular season and the postseason, starting pitching is a lot more valuable in the postseason than the regular season. He, he in the regular had, season, and, you have bullpen in a, in a full bullpen. The, the postseason, you have shortened teams, shortened rosters, shortened pens, and the starting pitching matters a well, lot more. It doesn't. And you're going to say, oh, well, why doesn't he have the top pitchers in baseball's team? Because he can't afford them. He has had the top pitchers no, he, in baseball he, and. and Right and, so, and they were winning when they, Tim him. Hudson left, and they were winning when Mark Mulder left, and they kept winning. But they didn't win the because Tim Hudson there. got rocked. That's not his fault because Hudson got rocked. So that's and what not about him. Zito? What about what about the other guys? Mulder. That series in 2002, Hudson got rocked twice. The one in 2001 that they lost to the Yankees in five was uh, 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 what's it called? Um, they lost in five. It was a um, uh, that was the shuffle play. It was it was it was super close. They lost to the Yankees. Okay, 2003. It was, uh, I think they lost to the Red Sox that year. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they it was, did. They lost yeah, to Red Sox in 03. And, they, and, they, and they, they lost three straight. I would have to look into all the games, but it, 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 it's not, you can't you can't put that on, on on a guy whose team shouldn't even be close to competing with these teams. Well, close to him for competing, but that but that but that's all I'm going there. No, he's he's so going there. Really going? Is, how is he even competitive? It's like it's like a guy who has a hundred thousand dollars versus a guy who has a million dollars, and they're competing versus each other. When they have, okay, it's and, not, grow, no, and 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 grow your portfolio. That's not him. That's not him. That's not him. If you haven't grown your portfolio up him. to him, then so then too bad on you. That's not him. No, that's, that that's the way it works. That's, that's the owner. By the way, the Kansas City Royals the year they made the World Series, they were a wild card team also, by the way, in 2015, which okay. there was not even a wild card back in those. If they wouldn't have been, been back in the old days, it wouldn't even been a wild card. The St. Louis Cardinals in 2011 won the World Series and they were one game better than the, the Braves to get that last spot in. So had they been one game worse, they wouldn't even been in playoff contention. So the whole what, thing is what's, ridiculous. What's, what's, what's your, what's my your, what's point, your is, point is that the playoffs you got, you, are you, ridiculous. You have to perform in the big moments and if you don't, you are, you're, you're considered no, players. No. Do. Players no, do. Everybody. No, no, everybody. No, 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 no I don't everybody. Agree. I don't agree. And then you're you're considered agree. not is, as is a John big Lynch, of a success as as the other is John ones. John Lynch not a great GM because his team didn't win the Super Bowl. And and guess what? Um, if he doesn't, he, he's known as a good GM now. But if he doesn't win Super Bowls, then then it's going to be a, a scar on him. Yes, it is. Kyle Shanahan's known as oh, it's different. quote unquote, that's different. he quote unquote that's different. choked. No, that's different because he he had and, his, and this past year too, people he had impact on the game. Kyle Shanahan, it's different. He has he has an effect on the game. A GM, all you can do is get you there. And then you gotta go out and do it. And Napoleon with the Buffalo Bills is known as a guy that didn't get over the yeah, hump. That's stupid. too bad on it's, him. It's stupid. Yeah, I agree. Why, it's why, dumb. What do you mean it's, it's stupid? Dumb. And the reason why Billy Bean's teams can't get over the hump is because starting pitching is a lot more valuable in the postseason. And guess what? Top pitching is expensive, and the Oakland A's can't afford it. So 
That's that. They can't, especially in recent years. They, that, that, that's that. And that, that's the truth. Oh, okay. and, and they have these deep bullpens and all this stuff. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you got to do that when you're when you're a lower-level team. But the fact that they're even close to winning is, is insane. It's, it's, it's insane that they're this good for this long. It's, it's actually it, – it's incredible. And, and yeah, he's, he, he, there's no other sport where you have that much of a separation in, in, in payroll. It's, it's, it's insane. He's, oh. he's the best general manager – President, executive, whatever words they use. Whatever, the team guy yeah, controlling the guy the team. who pulls the shots of any sport, baseball, basketball, Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, and National oh, Football League in the history of any of those sports. And I like Sandy Alderson, too. Shouts out to him, but he didn't do what he did. Okay, you want to say he, he put him on a little bit? He was the he was his, he was his uh, teacher. It's like Parcells and Belichick. Yeah, okay, there's something to that. No, the student could be better. That, I get yeah, it, but, but Sandy Alderson did more. He, he, no, he did but not he did. do more. He surpassed him Just a lot. He, he surpassed Passed him by 2005. He's he passed him a long time ago to make the playoffs four straight years with 29, 28, 30, 29 payroll. Is they won 100 games some of those years? It's crazy. Wow. So it's a blemish on you if 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 you have more resources. I guess it is. It is. It's a problem. It's a problem using it. It's a problem doing things. No, it's great. You should use it. You should use it. And 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 great for you. But (laughs) you're not going to get as much credit, of course, as you would if you did it with less. That's how it works. And 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 Andrew. Freeman's the second best ever. I and, give him, and I give Freeman's very good. I give him a lot of okay. credit. Okay. I give Freeman credit. I, I give him credit. Dude, this guy Cashman got one World Series in 15 years. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's a problem. And that's, and and that and he's some kind him. of good GM. He's a good GM, yeah. but he's he's better than, than Bean. That's he's for not sure. even close to uh, Bean. That's yes, laughable. He, he won 103 games. He won 103 games. He had 30 million dollars. He had 180. He had so 40. What? He had 180. So what? So what? That's insane. What does that mean? I win so, so the one big guy, one. Yeah, okay, so one guy comes to the, the fight. He's got a, 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 a shotgun. The other guy, he's got a BB gun. Who's that going to win terrible. that fight? That's who's going to win that fight? That is who's terrible. Who's winning that matchup? That is terrible. That's a, that's a terrible example. Why is that a terrible example? It's a no, great because, example. Because one guy has a sword and one guy has a gun. And the guy has a sword has got to keep ducking. And if he gets if he gets to the other guy's body, he doesn't he's have a done. Gun. He has he's the same done. thing. He has, no, he doesn't. Money. No, he doesn't. One guy has a sword and one guy has a gun. And the gun keeps shooting. What's sword but you gotta, no, it's you not gotta, sword and you gun. You got to figure no, out other ways. Yes, you do. It's not a good example. And it's just, it is a good example. There's a sword. If you get to the other guy's body for some reason, the guy is done. He's done. No, he's done for it people who have two different resources. This is not the same. They have the same but stuff. They, it's just better. So he has a BB gun. He's got the 42. But the AK-47 yeah. is a lot more powerful because you could shoot from anywhere. That's the point. But the sword... Yes. Once it hits the body, it's done. The body's out. It's out. No, it would be a sword if he had a different thing. He doesn't have a different thing. He has the same thing, just less of it, because he has the same rules. This guy, he has a sword. I'm sorry. No, he doesn't. He He does have a sword. Guy has 40 million in payroll. The Yankees got 180, and you're acting like that's a fair fight. It's not a fair fight. It is a fair fight. They flipped. This is how you could say he wouldn't do so well in New York. I seriously doubt that. If Billy Bean was the Yankees GM, I think they would win more World Series with him than. They did with Cashman. Conversely, if Brian Cashman was the general manager of the Oakland A's, they would. I, I don't think they would be close to what they were. No, they I, would. They, they yeah. would be very good. He, he, no, they wouldn't. Because no, Brian they Cashman would be, could. They'd be, they'd yes, be. he could. Because no, Brian would. Cashman no, has shown. No, he's, he, has he's shown, shown that he could buy players. That's no, what he's shown. He's shown. He's shown that he could adapt to more mar- a minor league a minor league yeah, system. It took twenty yes, years. Can. It only took twenty years. And then it took twenty years. It only took twenty. It took, it it took, took twenty years. No, it took years for him to say these couple years. I'm going to stop overpaying. 
for, for veteran pitchers no. who are way past their prime. And I'm, I'm going to stop, you know, putting players that can't field in key positions, like Poseidon and Jeter. Honestly, they're not, especially when they were older, they weren't the best okay, fielders. Okay, you're talking about when they were older. Yeah. He didn't adapt Fine. because he, he he was on some old school shit. And oh. the Yankees, that's why they didn't win a World Series all those okay, years. Okay, and, and, the and then he gets, and Duhar, and then he gets Urshela, not from his system, but Urshela good, from, from a guy who wasn't Duhar's playing. not that good. And Duhar, don't tell me that Duhar's not that He's good. Not. Gary Sanchez and Austin Romine and that. That's a regular player. You got an MLB player. What's that, Austin Romine? The only, the best, and, play, and, the best they, players on the Yankees are all players that were from other teams, except for Judge. That's all the best players. Cole, uh, Chapman, Stanton, Luis Severino and, to- and Torres. That's Luis it. Severino. Yeah, he's not their best pitcher anymore. So yeah, the best pitcher is Mr. Four Hundred Million Dollars. That's the and best. And what pitcher. about other guys who weren't yeah. very good on other teams how, too? How, could, could, could Billy Bean get Garrett Cole? Could he, could he get him? He cannot get okay. Garrett Cole, Thank but he you. could get Didi Gregorius. Did he get Giancarlo Stanton? Did he get Didi Gregorius? Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo, he can't get okay. him, but he could get Aaron Gregorius Judge. Not, he could get okay. Aaron Hicks. He got Chris Davis. He could get Clayton Torres. He got Clayton Torres. He got Chris Davis. He got Chris Davis. He got Matt Chapman. He got Olson. He got good players. He could get Andujar. He could get. Keep going. How do you say I'm not. not that he's, good? He's, he's the a- first guy since Jordan Magic get 25. 25- Doubles in his first first year of his. That's a cool stat, but he's not that good. He's what like, do you mean he's not that good? He's a bad fielder a and he chases everything. That's why he. That's a good example right there. And Dewar, he he will never be. Uh, I don't think uh, he'll he ever be, be a star. A, but he'll, he'll never be, be a star um, player. He will definitely take it. Dewar the on his team. <laughs> All the best. Yes, play, he would. The main best players on the Yankees and Red Sox and Dodgers. He now could get Gary are Sanchez. From other teams. Look at around. They're all from other. He could teams. get Del Patances. Dude, look he at could get all. You could get. All the, best, all the best players in baseball, their bullpen is really good. All, all the, the best players in baseball are are usually have big contracts and we're on other teams first. Okay. So players that he does not have access to. That's enough. We're gonna we're not gonna agree, but but we're gonna move on from this topic. <laughs> And the next topic. Okay. Yeah. What is that? Beans the goat. He's not the goat. No, Billy Beans the goat. He's not the goat. He's the goat. He's only the goat according to people who don't value winning big games. I value everything. No, you don't. No, you don't. How do I not value winning big games? I value it all. You value you 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 value in some sports. It's all about it's it's championships. Not for the GM. It's not about that. It's not for the GM for the players. It is. You got you got. I I never said it was all about winning for any sport. Secondly, for a GM, it's different than for a player. If a player doesn't do well in the big moment, that's not the GM. Fault. That's the player's fault. The GM puts you uh, in so position. Brian Cashman was never his fault for most years. Do they have the number one payroll in baseball? So what? It's insane. So how what? could you not? How, you, A-Rod how they, the they're, missing, they're missing A-Rod the playoffs. The big moments. They're missing the playoffs some of those years. Well, what some is, of those I years. I don't blame him for A-Rod. I don't blame him for A-Rod. You don't blame him for A-Rod? No, I don't blame him for A-Rod. Oh, okay. I blame him for not getting some good pitching over the years. That's what I blame him uh, for. Not not now from the, the, the 2000s era. Wait, wait, Carl Pavano and Kevin Brown and, and, and old Randy Johnson. And, and the guy yeah, the those, and those are a problem. Okay, so there you go. So thank Thank you. And by the way, all those players are also players that the Oakland A's would never have access to either. So, yeah, here you go. Let's put it like this. The two oh. big moves that the Yankees made in they recent no years. They have no access to Johnny Gomes as well. They have no access to Ted Lilly, by the way. They They've, might not. They, okay. they might not. They and might Ted not. Ted Lilly was, uh, was, was from. He might have been getting 10 million a year back then. He did not grow up in A, but he became an A. But, yeah, anyways. Two, talk about, just to end off, the two players that the Yankees have spent the most money on the last two years, Stanton, because they had to trade for that contract, and Garrett Cole, they could never get that, Oakland. Okay. They would never be able to okay. get those guys. 
Okay, and and he's got to deal with it. I get it. Okay, but at the so same you time, go. you, you got to understand. Um, up next, next topic, I am not going to say a word about this topic because the other day somebody speculated that that um, Le- LeBron James has been taking extra stuff. And, and that's fine. I, I You could guess it. You could not guess it. But I, I will not do that to a person, even if he happens to be doing it. I am not going to guess if he is or he isn't because at the same, to be honest, it's not fair to them. And, and we're not going to – I'm not going to just try to – Get the player to to get to that point to 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 destroy his career and whatever. And to me, I'm a as as a fan of sports. I'm about at the end of the day. I'm about whatever happens on the field or court happens. So I'll give it up to you, Joey. You decide what what you have to say, <laughs> and you become you bring all the speculation to yourself. And uh, I'm I might ask questions, but that's about it. Here you the, go. Here comes come the mic. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of people saying things to me, but I'm not. I'm not going to say like, oh, this boxer's taking it. This NFL player's probably taking it. This baseball player's probably taking it. Because to me, like I said, at the end of the day, besides for cheating as a team, as an individual, whatever happens on on the field or court happens to me. And that's the way I feel. But whatever, you could argue with me all you want about all the Barry Bonds. Because Barry Bonds at 45 cannot, will not be able to hit 40 home runs regardless if, he, if he's taking it or not. And Yes, at 38, he could become younger. At 38, he could bring bring back a fountain of youth that you will never see ever. Fine, I, I get it. That is true. But at 45, he'll still be old no matter what. And I'm just going to leave it up to you about this. And it's about LeBron James, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so basically what happened was that LeBron James on Twitter, he was very critical of the use of, of, the, of Major League Baseball, the way they handled this whole entire... Um, cheating situation with the Houston Astros. So this guy then had tweeted back at it. He's like, this guy's a hypocrite because he's saying they cheated, but this guy's been on PEDs for years and all that. And I'm like, all right, this is funny, whatever. And then he went into depth about certain stuff. And I'm like, this sounds interesting. Now, I've had my suspicions about LeBron James and other athletes that, that you know, they, they do performance enhancing drugs, HGH, all that stuff. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if he did it. Not at all. And... I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool, whatever, fine. Then I looked more into it. Now, the NBA, they didn't really have a very strict drug policy until around 2015. Now, if you remember, LeBron James, he put on some weight when he went to the Heat. He was, he was, he was putting on some weight. Got much bigger, much stronger than he was when he was on the Cavs. Goes to the Heat, does that. Then he goes back to Cleveland. And right when they announced that they were doing the testing, he comes into the 2014 season. He's 14 training up, camp because yeah, it's the free ride. Yeah, he looks a lot thinner. Now, they didn't actually do the testing until 2015, but they had announced that they were going to start doing the testing, but they didn't actually do it until the 2015 okay. season. And he looks a lot thinner. And, you know, usually when a guy loses weight, they're quicker, they're more, you know, they're more, um, you know, they're, they're more like, you know, the better lateral movement. He didn't have any of that. He looked sluggish and he looked he looked weak. At the beginning of that year, yeah, he was he looked, he looked he, weak. Yeah. So it made me think like this guy really lost 20 pounds or whatever it is, because he never says how much he weighs, because it's always a big secret with him. How dare he say how much he weighs? He's he's always like, No, no, I don't want to weigh myself. You know, it's like the mafia with him, like you can't, you know, you can't speak about anything, you know, him and his 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 uh, handlers. So then, you know, he comes into the season, he's all light and he's looking sluggish. Then he goes on a two-week break. And where does he go? He goes back to Miami. And then after the two-week break, when he's kicking it away to Miami, he starts killing the league again. So it's kind of fishy. And there was a report back in 2013 that there was a steroid clinic or whatever you call these things in Miami where players would 
NBA players were getting stuff from. I Jameer Nelson. Probably sports players, MLB yeah, players. Yeah. yeah. Jam- well, this is the same place that A-Rod got his stuff from, supposedly. Did Jameer get from, suspended? From Anthony Bass. I'm not sure if Jameer got anything suspended, but Jameer Nelson, he got it. According to our lady, I know it's just hearsay, he got he picked his stuff up himself, cash. She said that there was a person, named, last name Paul, who picked up stuff with the initials on it. LJ. Obviously, LJ is LeBron James' initials, and Rich Paul's his agent. Of course, this is just speculation. This is just words. This is just just talk. There's no proven anything. I understand it wasn't proven. Now, Dwayne Wade, his ex-business partner said that he was also taking steroids. You could say that he's mad at Wade because they're not business partners anymore, but... Okay, whatever. It's talk. Now, to me, it's like if I'm in LeBron James' situation in 2014, he never had any major injury up until that point. It wasn't like he was recovering from anything or he needed to pull weight or lose weight or anything like that. He loses 25 pounds or 20 pounds, 15, whatever it was. Seemed like it was mostly muscle. Why would he want to do that? And then they asked him, why'd you do the diet? He said, for personal reasons. Huh? They said Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry that. Every- so you're saying. So you're saying. Yeah. You're saying. Because personal reasons, meaning because he was the best player in the league in Miami and he was killing the league. And he's saying personal reasons to lose weight. Why would you do that if you're crushing the league? Why, yeah. Well, 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 why would he change okay. up anything? So that's what uh, you're saying. No okay. Sense. Okay. Why, why would he change it up? It just, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, uh, they said Richard Jefferson and, and uh, Shannon Fry, I think they have a show. They said that everyone put their weight on the wall, but LeBron was like, he didn't want to put his weight on the wall, which is kind of weird because it's like, I don't like he what is LeBron's official weight? He never, ever lets you know. It's all speculation. Right. So, listen, I'm not. Which I think that, uh, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to. I think there is a rule that according to the NBA, you have to put your weight up. Okay. I think before I think I think it is a rule. Not 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 a rule like state government. I think it's an NBA rule. That you have to put on and especially at the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are big into body and Pat Riley is always big into percentage, fat percentage and and depends on and you have to be in shape or else you'll be frowned upon in the Miami Heat organization. I don't know about other organizations because they'll say hey, he still sells tickets that kind of guy, but Miami Heat they don't play games. I'm just saying this and and body weight percentage and stuff but the NBA I feel like I think you have to have your height and you have to have your weight but that's move on Go ahead. I don't know. He, I've never seen him listed anything. It's, it's just all speculation. I don't know how it works. But it's just real fishy stuff to me. And it's like, I don't know. Like, would I be surprised if he did it? Not at all. You know, I think, actually, I, I think there's a very, very good chance that he was on some stuff. So, yeah, that's it. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying definitively I know. I don't have any inside knowledge. I'm just saying based off the facts. I manage off the facts. And people are going to say, how could you say that? He never failed the drug test, blah, 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 blah. Well, Barry Bond. He didn't either, you know, officially. I mean, if you're going by the legal law, yeah, he tested positive for some stuff. But in court, it wasn't proven that he knowingly took anything. But I would think most people would I do think believe underrated that he knowingly took the stuff. So don't ba- tell me I can't speculate when you speculate with that. And yeah, Barry Bonds, 
Roger Clemens officially never took, by the way. Yeah, he never got tested. Even did though Schrader said he did, but he did, never did, officially he he never took. He never tested anything. And in government, he schooled the government. Let's let's get that to yeah, our heads. People he schooled go the government. Roger Clemens, you know, they, they speculate that right, he probably right, did right, some right. stuff. And look at his body. And look what and he was doing at, at age forty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so so that's that's how Bar- I look at that. Barry but Bonds, Barry Bonds, I think officially had a thirty day in house prison, which is nothing because yeah, he had a mansion. Of justice that wasn't for perfect. Well, because he, I think, because he lied under oath type of stuff he i don't think it's not lying under oath it's like he didn't he wasn't as like honest as he could have been so he but has i don't know if it was wild, about that so, but that's not oh, proven so, that he knowingly took anything if he has a 30-day in-house prison even though obviously let, let me say this again he has a mansion it doesn't it doesn't mean that he had a pun i, I think he had a punishment for something that yeah, is but a, it, so, there, some there's sort never of been any proof that he knowingly took steroids oh okay I mean, people assume that, which I do too, but, and, and I'm just saying, people go off speculation all the time. So would it surprise me if I found out that LeBron James took, no, and you know what? People are going to say, I'm getting personal. I don't give a fuck. It's not personal. This is about basketball. I'm not, I don't get into people's personal lives. Right. This is about basketball. To, to be honest with you, people are going to get mad at me, say I'm a hater. I, I don't care. I think, you know, I, I was saying now LeBron James, it wouldn't surprise me. It would, it would surprise me if he didn't. To be honest with you, yeah, at the, the, wow. at the, it, yeah, okay. it would. It would surprise me if he didn't, because because uh, he, first of all, a lot of these professional athletes they're looking to get it, so it's like you shouldn't be surprised at all in general. And secondly, based on the the facts that I just said, where he lost all that weight right when they announced the testing, uh-huh. and what about spending the, you know, a million it's, and a half dollars on your body? What does I mean? I, I believe it. I believe he does, and, okay. and, and that might be part of it. You know, I mean, that's a possibility. That that's a part of it. And, and and, and, and that doesn't mean, by the way, that like he doesn't also take good care of your body. I, I people yeah, he think definitely, that, he definitely does. That, people that, think that, that like steroids argument. is like a magic potion. You still got to put in work. To, Absolutely. To, so it's not like Kurt Schilling said the other day. I heard him in an interview. Said Manny Ramirez was the and he he was red handedly caught by the way a few times. Yeah, so twice, he was he yeah. took it. It is factual. He took it. He said he's the hardest worker you've ever he's ever seen. He's ever been been around and seen in, in Major League Baseball, and that's Manny Ramirez. So, yeah, it's not a magic pill to swallow. And he said that steroids you probably have to work even harder because you have to show that it's it's coming together. You can't work out once a day with steroids and look better. You have to work out probably once and a half, one and a half on average. I, I think what Schilling was saying about players who took steroids, you have to work out more than your than than for it to be effective. Then it won't. You can't just take steroids and all of a sudden use it one time and all of a sudden you're bigger than everybody in the whole gym. You have to work out more days a week and you have to work out possibly twice, twice a day because of it. That's 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 what Kurt Schilling said, and that's what base and that's what a lot of uh, yeah, other athletes say. Yeah, there's been a lot say. of great athletes that have been called with stuff. Lance Armstrong, John Jones, they got Canelo with some stuff. They got uh, right, of course, Alex Rodriguez. I right. mean, they, they, and they, it, it does it does not, it does make like, you have like more stamina to work out more, and it is an unfair it's, it's, advantage. It's, it's, it's but not, it's not like don't make it like it's so crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying okay. definitively. I know I have no inside I, knowledge. I have no I have no I, opinion I, I, on this matter saying, yeah, right now. If I had to put my money on it. Okay. I, I think he probably took some stuff he shouldn't have taken. Okay. So when he was on the Miami Heat. Up next, the everyone was talking about. I know it's a little bit died down after like two days. No one cares. But past couple of years, no. Uh, 
still no one cares about the all-star game Let, let's be honest like whoever wins whoever loses who cares those kids in the, the charity they cared though yeah those kids in the insta and in, right those kids in, on instagram NBA care game, yeah. about trey young shooting a half-court shot which is cool no, i mean the kids and in the, the charity the, the kids with the, the, oh, the yeah, winning kids team. the charity did care and and and, and rightfully so um, they said this format was good, which it was, and everybody was, and, and it felt because at the end of the game they were there were there were charges, there were hard fouls, there was a lot of arguing with the referees, which is which is great, which is what's competitive basketball. But to me, I'll be honest with this opinion. I think in like three, four years, when the first three quarters become a blot, it's going to stop. It's going to be the same problem again. They are going to involve in with this game, but it's going to be the same issue again in like four, three, four years. Years. No one's going to care by then, too. And that's the way I think, because the 24 points, they're going to the 24 points in the fourth quarter to honor Kobe Bryant. It's all of a sudden going to be the, the team that's losing is going to have to score 55 points and 60 points. And they're, they're just not interested in that. It, why would they exert so many energy to that game, which really doesn't count for anything to these players? It doesn't mean anything. So that's the way I feel about this game, It because it was a close game for three quarters. So... Wait, it was, it was a 10-point game, I believe, or 8-point game. So it kind of was like a close thing. So that's the way I feel about it. Now it, it makes a difference. It's crazy now, but it's not gonna. no one's going to care in five years from now. And five years is going to be the same problem. They're going to have to do something else that's going to be so confusing until the game starts. And they're going to be like, okay, now the game is starting. Now you're demonstrating these rules. Now I get it. Because before the game started, I didn't understand what the heck was going on. And now, now I get it. But... That's just me. How about you? So it's very interesting how much outrage there was when they announced these like changes that they were going to do in honor of Kobe Bryant, where it was going to what was the first team to score? It, no, it was it was in the fourth quarter. It was twenty four. Okay, so this is this is this is how the rules worked. If you explain it to you now, it's it's pretty it's pretty yeah, confusing. First three quarters are regular. First three two quarters, they 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 it's it's a different games for charity purposes, and whoever wins a quarter, the uh, the team that wins the uh, quarter. There's a hundred thousand dollars goes to one charity, right? Okay, so there, therefore, first quarter LeBron's team wins, second quarter Giannis's team wins, and third quarter was tied. So, because it was tied, the fourth quarter is going to be the fourth quarter is going to be three hundred thousand dollars for the next quarter. That's the way it works if it was a tie. But the first three quarters are added up the right, same way a regular up, game would be, right? They're added up before the fourth quarter starts, and the fourth quarter there is no clock, and the first team to score 24 points, twos and threes wins the game and that's the way it worked that's the way it worked so the so the first three quarters are how many points do you need how many points in the fourth 24 um whoever's winning the game has 24 for kobe gets 24 for kobe Bryant on our kobe Bryant. i thought it was so cool though to watch because i wasn't watching it live i'll be honest with you i I was i mean i wasn't watching the whole thing i came home i was doing some other stuff i I came in and it was i was watching the fourth quarter and i'm watching i'm like yo where's the clock and then i'm like oh i forgot that it's it's it's, right 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 it's the new change but the intensity towards the end of the game i've never seen that kind of um intensity back and forth right and, and you know and bead and then lebron and then Giannis and Kawhi and ad it was it was awesome to see and you were seeing people like arguing with calls in the all-star game i've never seen that before like they were arguing and and, and, and they were yelling at the referees yeah. and I, joel and bead he was like the referee give him a technical give him a technical give him a technical and i'm like i have never seen that in an all-star game before where a player would say give the other player technical they were treating it like it was a playoff game it was it was so cool to see and that's what the fans want they want to see the best players in the world play and come 
compete at, at a high level and compete. And that's what you, you saw. And, uh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think they could have put Luca in there a little bit more. Um, but I don't you think Luca cared. I, don't, but, I, I think know, players. It's like a rookie thing. You know, like, yeah, Chris Paul playing. playing I get that's it. That's a buddy. Yeah, Chris Paul playing. And uh, whatever. Yeah, that's basically what that was. Let's be honest. But but whatever. People could say, why isn't this guy and why isn't that guy? In? But it was, it was a lot of fun to see. A lot okay. of fun to see both sides. And it was really interesting because they played Kyle Lowry and Nick and um and um Pascal Siakam, but that's also people got to keep in mind. Nurse is the coach, so he's gonna play his guys in there. I thought, I thought maybe is, you're gonna rest your guys, but nah, he's looking. He's like, I, I want, there were I not want, many substitutions wanna, during the fourth quarter. I went, no, it was no, literally, yeah, it was for the last like ten minutes. It was, and it was also commercial free, which was so cool. But it was, yeah, that, it was that, that, that I like too. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, like it, was it was real fun. And uh, I, I'm thinking now, it was if you really look at the teams, the the Eastern, not Eastern, I should say, LeBron team, they were more like the veteran guys, really. And and the uh, like LeBron, Chris Paul, Kawhi, AD. I guess you could say now he's a veteran. And uh, versus the guys coming up, basically the guys Kawhi, who are taking over LeBron, the league. Kawhi, Chris Paul, AD. Who's the fifth guy? I don't even remember. No, Anthony Davis. No, LeBron, the AD, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul, Kawhi. And I'm not even sure. I don't who's remember. Even the fifth was it guy? Ben Simmons? No, Ben Simmons. No, nah, he on the wasn't bench. on the floor. It was. Um, Eh. I don't even remember. And then you had on the other side Giannis, Embiid, Embiid, yeah, Siakam. Kyle Lowry, and Lowry, Siakam. Lowry and Kemba are veterans. But, Kemba, but but it was just interesting. It was like more like the new newer guys versus the uh, the, the the older guys. So it who, was who were ah AD's the older guy. Well, he's been in the league. Obviously, guess, Chris yeah, Paul, LeBron, and LeBron and Paul. James, yeah, and Mourne LeBron and Paul are more really, their way really out than the way two. in. Yeah, those two. Right. It was it was really cool to see, and uh, it was oh, it was James Harden. That's who it was. James was last Harden. Guy. Never. Yeah, yeah. James Harden was, was, was the last guy. But it was it was it was fun to see the All Star game like that. I think it's a cool format, and it's weird that people had such outrage. Like, even if it wasn't good, it would just be one All Star game. They'd switch it back. It would like the stuff is not that big of a deal. I don't know. All Star game. I heard some outrage, but most people are like, who? Cares. We don't watch it anyways. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I didn't hear. I got. I, didn't, I was watching Dunk Contest live, but I. I, I nah, not the whole thing. Dunk Contest I saw was end, nice. I saw the end. It was cool. I thought that Gordon should have gotten it. Oh yeah, that Dunk know. Contest. Uh, yeah, whatever. It was, it was I, I, thought, I thought. I thought Gordon should have got a fifty in the last dunk. But let's be. I'm going to say this right now. He shouldn't have got a fifty in the one he brought the Tic Tac girls out. When he brought that Tic Tac crap out, I'm like, get yeah, an eight, eight not, right, yeah. right away. Even if he gets a ten, that's an eight. Because <laughs> that Tic Tac crap, it pisses the hell out of me. It really does. Yeah. All this stupid dancing. First of all, those girls don't even like look good dancing. They don't even know what they're doing. It's disgusting. No, but, but, but These yeah, people be held against you. For obviously, you have, we have to adapt and adjust to this new day and age and these new generations of 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 some smarts and some stupidity like Tic Tac it just it was a lot of fun and by the way Dwight Howard's first dunk people were making a lot of fun that was underrated That's it was underrated said. and I thought bringing out Superman and bringing out 24 yeah, throwback feel, yeah. obviously everybody um, there were a lot of people who thought it was like a, too much of Kobe I, he I said didn't he think was gonna so do it anyways. I didn't think so he said he spoke to Kobe Bryant about that yeah he yeah yeah I think he was gonna put 24 on it anyways yeah but, but whatever I, I don't know it's, it's whatever it was just dunk contest yeah. it's fun I usually don't even watch of stuff, so I got to see a little bit of the also game. It was, it was. I was like, man, this is so intense. Yeah. Because the no clock, I think, does make it more intense uh, for um, the, uh, for, the fourth for the, quarter. For, yeah, yeah. I believe it's going to be like that for three years, and then it's going to go back, and people are just possible. not going to care anymore. They're, they're, no, it's, that's and then all of a sudden, it's going to be twelve dunks to start the fourth quarter, and it's going to be over. How much separation could there be already in? Um, uh, oh, if, if, it's, if it's a thirty-point separation between the first three quarters, how does that happen when you, the team's up thirty and all? Well, especially when both. Both teams don't care for the first three quarters. Yeah, they, so they're both around the same. You know, it's they're like, both like dunking and 
Whatever. Was it like that in the first three quarters? Because I wasn't even watching the first Yeah, three. it was. The first three quarters were a joke. I mean, I watched <laughs> some of it. I wasn't paying attention much. And they get, they get like, but, other guys involved. Like, the guys who... Yeah, the guys, the first guys. The, yeah, I get it. They're I trying get to get, like, Chris Paul to dunk, which was a good... Uh, yeah, at alley dunk, actually. And, like, they're trying to get, like, guys who never shoot three, shoot threes. Ah, okay, whatever. Okay, I guess yeah, it, it was, is it what was, it, it is. Was, it was fun. I thought it was a nice touch to, to the All-Star Weekend. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm down, you know, I, I was... I was I enjoyed it. I liked. Okay. I liked. Uh, you know that uh, that that uh, LeBron took it from. I mean, first Giannis blocked LeBron. I think then Giannis took it from him, and then Embiid hit him with the drop step, and then AD came back. It was like just back and forth. Like you know, yeah. It was. It was. It was really cool to see. So it was fun. That's what you want to see in the All Star game. You want to see the top players compete. So I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I'd like to say thank you to all the listeners out there and um, and follow me on Twitter at Freed one A-R-Y-E-H-F-R-I-D not follow, the number one follow us on YouTube and follow follow us on YouTube where are we are on YouTube Basement Sports Talk oh. Basement Sports Talk subscribe to us on YouTube at Basement Sports Talk I want to say thank you to all the people for listening and I know you probably hate a lot of the stuff I say, but listen, I don't care. I'm just going to say what I want to say, and that's it. Like, I don't care. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, all right. What do we do? What do we do when we have, like, a guest caller? Are you... Probably just put it by the mic. I'm guessing you have to put the speakerphone by a different mic. I mean, you have to have a mic next to the speakerphone, which we had. We had that mic that I bought, the clip one. Maybe put that... Really? I thought you'd just be able to just... No, I'm hold thinking. it next to the microphone you're in. Yeah, but it's gonna look stupid. Like you're just holding it. There. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, but I don't know how that works. Or men. Um. Hold on.